0: Welcome back, guys. I'm Mike Stockins, joined with me by
1: Felix Sailor. Sailor? Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> which Stealer.
0: Which I found out means soul. See. Si. Ah. The soul of the soul of tattooing in Germany. Of happiness.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> How was your trip to New York? Oh, it was mixed, I would say. I arrived and I felt super jet lagged for. I don't know four days. So the first two days I was like a baby, tired at six, and I was like, "Oh, I want to go sleep." How long's the flight there? Uh, it was there just eight, eight and a half hours. And but what
0: time did you have to go from Berlin?
1: Mm, it's six hours back.
0: No, the the time of day. What time did you leave your? Uh,
1: I left at seven in the evening. Oh, okay. So then I fly like eight hours, eight and a half, and then there was. Six hours back, so I just traveled like basically two hours.
0: Oh right, okay.
1: Yeah, that's the cool thing if you go to the west. That's the you only back in time. Yeah, yeah. That's why also the flight to London is just twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. home it's two and a half hours. There.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. But um, this is the the worst thing though traveling. Do you like it? I mean, I the flights and. I love to
1: be at the airport for some reason. I always feel like... The buzz for going? No, I don't know. Like, because as a child, I never experienced flying just one time. And I can't remember it because I was really small. Okay. So I think it was when I was eight. And then my next flight was with 27.
2: Oh.
0: That was actually to you. To me? Yeah. Oh, nice. The, the first guest, but I did So you were... Um it was. It must have been brand new then, going on. Because yeah,
1: that's stay- what I mean. Like it feels always like I achieved something that I didn't experience and that I think it was cool.
0: And you bought the plane ticket. You've you know it's in your control. It's
1: yeah. I mean, traveling is also a lot of about about for me like get, putting control away because when you're in an airplane, it's one of the most uncontrollable yeah.
0: situations ever. You know, dude. Actually, talking about New York, when I flew into New York. Um, uh, when we were coming into JFK, literally just landing, there was a a huge storm cloud Mm -hmm. over the top of it. And there was fun lightning just shooting out of it. And I was thinking, "Fuck!" I I was watching it from the side and I was like, thank God that's over there. Mm -hmm. Right. And the plane just started turning straight into it. And it was the worst turbulence of my life. I actually remember that was the first time where I thought there was, there's one time where I was nearly in a car accident Mm -hmm. where I thought, I'm going to die right now, you know, for a split second. But that one was a very slow... Like yeah. I'm gonna die for because even all the masks and stuff were dropping out. Oh and, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all the all the luggage was flying everywhere. Everyone was screaming. <laughs> People were praying, and I was there trying to hold it together a little <laughs> bit. <but laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna fucking die.
1: Oh no! Like, and then you try to get your thoughts together. Like, this is the last thing I want to think about. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What if? And how do they live without me? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I was listening to music. I can't remember what song it was. It might have been like Jay-Z, the New York song.
1: Oh, no. Man,
0: it's so funny. I would have died to that.
1: You hear it down every rickshaw day driving through Manhattan. It's always the song, like super, super loud, yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. I would have died to that.
1: They would have have played at my funeral. Then it would be definitely not your city then. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I had a weird situation like this, I would say, like when... I was with friends in Finland, and a friend of mine he chartered a private jet. And we, when we come back, I saw that we were flying around with the private jet because up was okay, but more down there was also such a heavy storm that we were not like allowed to land. And st- oh. yeah. So they were saying, "No, you can't land here."
0: In a and, private plane, that's
1: okay. Yeah, I mean, like- it was, and then the, we were like, "What are we doing?" And then we were just cruising around in the air. And um, trying to find an airport that took us in. So we were, I think it was like 45 minutes, we were just flying around (laughs) (laughs) because we were not allowed to land there. And then we were actually allowed to land on another airport, like in Munich. So it was, um, I don't know, like an hour from the actual airport where we tried to land to. It was kind of creepy too.
0: Yeah. That holiday looked insane,
1: though. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty dopey. I remember
0: seeing you, uh, that you were posting the pictures of you on a private jet. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, everybody, what is this spend... motherfucker up to now, man?
1: <laughs> because I was also in the cockpit with the pilots and yeah. taking selfies. and, and then I, I was looked...
0: like, a, for a second, dude, I was like, did he buy a fucking plane? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I just got invited from a really kind and good friend of mine that loves to do these trips sometimes to give us all a break because we we're all busy really hardworking people yeah and yeah then i don't know i was just like yeah i'm super down for sure and it was my first experience ever like this it
0: was a snow like a snowboarding or yes. like a ski resort kind of thing right
1: it was actually uh, yeah like a luxury resort with a lot of Hector. you can walk in the forest there was also the squats we were allowed to drive you could do a lot of like fishing and all of the stuff that is not really attractive for me but yeah 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 yeah. it was more like just really rest like Mm. a lot of saunas were around oh it was cool really uh, really really nice because in the in the first i think always for something like this a week is too short honestly because you need like three days to really arrive and let go from uh, yeah 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 And then, like, two days before you leave, you're also like, I tried to now absorb in the last days as much as I can to feel more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then you're going too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really working like this. But my main goal was to see the northern lights there. And we did on the last evening, luckily. Oh, I have a question about this. Yeah. So I was
0: told that the only reason that they're green is through a camera lens. But when you see them, they're white. Is no, that true? No. Oh, so fuck act- you, TikTok. <laughs> it was
1: actually really cool because the guy uh, that owns the hotel complex that we booked, um, they had a conference like not too far from it, from like scientists that search through the northern lights, planets in the universe where we could live. So there was like one of the most leading physics and astronomics and stuff in the world. They come there together and one of them came to us and gave us a speech. And he explained that the Northern Lights is basically um, showing that the atmosphere has oxygen. So when they can see on planets like far, far away through this kind of light streams, they know, oh, this has potential. This one is already gone because it has oh. oxygen. Right. And he explained it way more into detail, but also it was a fun holiday with people and we didn't know that this guy was coming giving us such a really nice speech that I tried to appreciate, but I was also <laughs> in, a in holiday, holiday mode. mode yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 come on, bro. <laughs> no, it was, it was really interesting. I don't want to put this down. It was crazy to know. And like the guy was 65 or something and he was doing this job for 40 years and he was like sitting there with his eyes glowing. And he was like, yeah. Um, And I hope before I die that we find through all of the work that I did with the Northern Lights that we find one planet where we're actually able to live on and then everything made sense and I was crazy, you know, because Mm -hmm. he was so hopeful, but also he felt a little bit like his time was running out at some point. I I think he was still believing in and sure what he did, but the, um, the thing he also wanted to make sure is that he is still there and able to experience that moment when it's successful, you know?
2: Mm.
0: Well, it's his life's work, right? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy that
1: that, that that it was so different, you know, from what we in our job experience, you know, because it's like one big boom Mm. and you're waiting for it, like, and fucking 40 years is a long, long time.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's crazy that this job you know i hate saying the word for job for tattooing um has taken you so many places but so let's rewind yeah and how let's start off with school what's school
1: like in germany where do where we, where did you grow up uh, i grew up in a really small village in the middle east of germany um like my village had like three hundred, three hundred fifty people or something really? like that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I was going to the next village. Like there was the villages were always like four kilometers, five, six, seven, eight kilometers from apart yeah, from each other. Kind, kind of sounds like. But every UK. village was always a little like, mm, in that village they do this, in that village they do this. Uh, you know, like repetitive. Yeah, in a way like that, I never really understood. You know. Mm. But got, yeah. not
0: got a lot going on, probably. So they're
1: like, uh, <laughs>
0: let's yeah. just hate the other village. It that was, fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of, you know, but then all villages were definitely on the same page when it was hating people from the city.
0: Oh, okay.
1: You know, and then you can spin it a little bit further. I think yeah, it's in a lot city of... City boys. <laughs> yeah. It's in a lot of... This mentality is like a lot in this kind of areas, I think. Yeah. And then I went to school in the next village um for four years to primary school and there you can decide if you go to gymnasium or to i think regular school is called in english or like another one and then i chose the gymnasium and i went 20 20 minutes actually by bus but because you had to stop in every of these little villages on the way to this little town i was always the first in the morning and the last in the evening so Mm. I was every day like for an hour little long like an hour and 5 minutes or something like this in the bus mm. so i realize sometimes when when i go guest spotting on something and i stay in the shop or too close to the shop and i don't have this hour or half an hour on going somewhere and can like
0: decode yeah, yeah i yeah i i had the similar experience with my school because i used to go to um school in the town over and it would go through literally places of the earth yeah. that you would never think people lived, you know, this bus would go to. and um, But I kind of liked it at the end of school. You could put your music on. Yeah. In the end, I feel... also
1: appreciated it when it was a little bit more, I don't know. But as a kid, when you just want to go home, yeah, want to play soccer with your friends, because that was actually the only thing that I really did. I played soccer all the time with two or three friends that I had, and I get to a soccer club and when the weather was not fitting for that then i was drawing
0: do you remember the uh football game that we played in
1: brighton It was amazing (laughs) because i scored with my left with my left with my weak foot i was a lot fitter back then yeah (laughs) no i i think me not but i was playing to that time already a little bit again
0: Yeah, you were, um, there was the group chat. And I remember people were putting in videos of them running on treadmills. I was
1: like, okay. And I wasn't doing this. I was just, you know, taking the ball and playing a little bit to get a feeling from it. But I played for so long so much that I, it's a little bit like riding a bike for sure. The technique and stuff is not on that level anymore. But it's also not like you start from zero just because you didn't do it for a while.
0: So, did you study art in school? Did you go because you said you went for a gymnasium? So no, you mean like no a...
1: gymnasium is basically then just the thing where, um, with the exam that you can get there, you are able to go to university. Okay, uh, with the regular school, you're allowed to go to do like apprenticeships, or also you can it's different. different now, you can also do do it in a um, specialized regular school to get just an exam to go on a specific university. It's like, it's always in every country. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. So I did that because I had good marks in school and I thought like, why not? And my friends were going there from the primary school.
0: It's School system so funny because it's such a young age to make big decisions.
1: Yeah. As well,
0: you know, so it's like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? You're like, what I'm doing right now, because it's fun, you know?
1: (laughs) It made no sense. Also, because in that age, you don't really see, or the teachers don't have really time to understand what is his brain working like. What is he really good at? Yeah,
0: and good. why should they as well? At that is, yeah. there's too many kids. That would be impossible. Yeah, like that kind funny. of study, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. your, your parents should have a bit of a role in that, but they're kind of like school. See, so yeah, I'm a parent. I know. Like mm. when you drop them off, you like deal with them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> take that yeah. <laughs> No, and I think I wanted to go there because. I wanted to study and like having a cool job, I guess. And my marks were good enough, so I was like, "Why not?" Yeah. And my mom was also suggesting it. In that time, I was just like trying to satisfy or to have my peace.
0: Yeah, I I remember doing the same thing with um. We have it's called sixth uh, sixth form, and sixth form is after high school. Mm-hmm. So when you get your kind of final grades for school, then this is, you can go to sick form or you go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to sick form, you have a higher chance of going to university. It's it's a bit different now, mm-hmm. but it, it, and if you go to college, you could still go to university, but selected universities. So sick form would get you into big universities and mm-hmm. all that. And you need the grades. So then, so I went to sick form and then I ended up studying like English and philosophy and.
1: I didn't know that. You didn't know that, no,
0: no, and that's when I started um art in school was a bit of a a bit of a dos like a dos means like a bit of a a joke a lay around lazy kind of thing, you know, just draw this bowl of fruit, yeah, you would and... basically just copy. Yeah,
1: styles of like important artists. That yeah, famous his Picasso. For and, yeah, yeah, Picasso yeah. And, and
0: do this writing hundred, piece.
1: Hundred or, it
0: didn't. It didn't take me then at all to do it to study it. So I never did, and then I awesome. regretted it because I found tattooing. And then, but it was in when I was in sick form. Hmm. My friends were getting tattooed, and I thought I got tattooed underage. So um I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I decided to pursue it through yeah. then. Yeah. But yeah, I was studying English and philosophy, and my parents were like, oh, that's really good. And I was there going, yeah, but what the fuck am I going to do with this? Yeah. Like,
1: I, my, my first study then was... Write a book? Yeah. <laughs> my first study then was landscape architecture. Oh, okay. But I did that just two semesters, because I had just moved away from home. And I love my mom, but she was always a little bit controlling, because she wanted to make sure that we get our shit together and have a good life and stuff and I understand but in that time it was yeah, also a lot it's of hard like, to understand when yeah, you're in it yeah because it just you know Um shout out to mum shout out to my mom. <laughs> she's actually working on her English right now oh yeah yeah she always tries to <laughs> because she wants to speak English so bad because she understands a little bit but she wants to speak it so bad
0: you have to do it from young I think yeah isn't it yeah she
1: also didn't have it in school she had Russian oh yeah Okay. um, Yeah, because she was going to school when Germany was still apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. The area where we were from was the East and the East learned Russian, you know. The yeah. West was controlled different.
0: Yeah, I said it like that because not a lot of people speak Russian apart from Russians. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it would have been more beneficial to uh, learn the other language.
1: Yeah, so I just moved out. I had my own little flat. It was 19 square meters. Um, and I was just living
0: in the same town.
1: No, no, I moved from my village to the bigger town in that area, like the capital of this little, you know, like Germany is divided in sixteen little states. And my yeah. and the city that I moved in was the capital of this state. It's called Erfurt.
0: Oh, okay. And then, when in this kind of journey, when did you find tattooing? When when did that kind of come around?
1: So I did this the the building and not the landscape architecture for two semesters. But I was just partying to mm. the free, like... You and know,
0: how, how old are you at this point? 19.
1: Yeah, okay. So 19 to 20, to 20, I did this. Then I was for sure, like, understanding also, mm, it's maybe not what I want. Like, because I have a really easy time in becoming very good in things that I naturally really interested in. Because
0: you're passionate about them. Yes, but yeah. with,
1: but all the other stuff, I can't. It's just... No matter how hard I try, it's not. I'm not interested. Yeah. I can't. And then I was going to work in a call center for a year or something. It was the worst experience of my life job-wise so far. But I had to do it because for me it was clear I don't want to move back home because, you know, I had to gain money for some reason to afford living flat and blah, blah, blah. And then I was living, uh, then I was working there and I was just like, fuck, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, because like, I thought maybe I should go back to university, which I did then. And I studied building engineering. And in the beginning, I was also interested in that because I was in school always good with numbers, with mathematics and stuff like this. But also, I was not a 100 into it, you know. It was interesting, but more like interesting when you go to a museum and you hear side facts. It's like. Ah, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, Hear it for the day, and oh wow, that was a good day out. Yeah. So
1: then I was also I don't know I was the first one in my little friend group that had the flat. So we were every weekend there was somebody was staying over a little bit. Like it's still now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me on your (laughs) sofa. Yeah. um, So also there I was like slowly, slowly pushing this exam to this semester, and then I was feeling like fuck, I think I don't want to do it. So then I was. Also getting in debt with the money that the uh, government gives you for studying. stuff. Oh,
0: okay. So it's kind of similar to the UK then. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have a student loan. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I think I got like 550 or something and my flat was like 300 with internet and stuff. So I had like 200 for a month and for sure I was struggling here and there, Mm. you know. Um, Beer ain't cheap. Yeah. And then (laughs) I was checking my account and at some point I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And... Uh, in that time, I get already tattooed because I saved some money for my first one. And then I had a, started a sleeve. And then to finish the sleeve, I was actually, um, after school, I had some football clubs in this whole little state that wanted to to get me. And then, get you? Yeah, they were. Oh, to kind of co- They had like different talks because they wanted me to
0: join their first team. Oh, I thought you mean get you as in like... <laughs> But there was a bounty on your head or
1: something. (laughs) (laughs) Get him. They wanted to get me in the team, but (laughs) in a peaceful way. (laughs) (laughs) No kidnapping or something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then there was this one president that was a little older, but he was like a sympathetic guy, and he did that a couple of times. he was like, yeah, what can we do to make you come to us? And I was like... Honestly, I need a pair of new shoes every season because I'm a student and I want to have nice shoes, but I don't really see where I can afford them. And I'm bad in saving because... <laughs> it's Because <true>. I'm 19. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, then I said, and I want to get my arm tattooed. Oh,
2: the rest was... of it, and if you
1: he... can pay for it, then I'm down to come. Uh, and he was like, oh, uh, that's... I never hear that. <laughs> but I will talk and... We probably can manage it. And then I was like, okay. And then he called me and he said, okay, if you still want to come under your conditions, we have a deal. Really? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, but uh, you just, how is it working with the tattoo? You give me the money or like he said, no, we have like a tattoo that is the friend of the captain in the team. So you can check out his work. And if you like it, we would rather do it over him. Okay. And then I checked his work out and I was like, yeah, that's nice. Let's do oh it was good, that's like, lucky, let's do it like this, yeah, yeah, and then I went to him and they he must go-
0: have been like, this is so random,
1: yeah, it was it was really <laughs> random, and he he was also super nice, like he was an old hippie guy, listened to punk, was also into football, so we get along really quick, and then in the last session. Of my arm, I was like, oh, I'm going to ask him, like, if he has an old machine or something that he could borrow. or that, Because you, I had literally no connection to anyone in the tattoo world. Apart, That's,
0: from, apart from this football club, really, the, the guy, the, the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, my yeah, first, yeah. like, before I got one to two, but yeah. the guy was, like, really not talking to me like he was yeah, yeah just friendly, tap- but the i studio. had no connection to him it was yeah yeah really yeah good. of
0: course get your tattoo yeah, that's so, it. yeah, so
1: i was like i was really in i could feel the same interest that i had for soccer or for stuff like this that i liked and so i was like i really want to try this you know mm. and then we had the last session and i didn't do it i was so scared and then i so you didn't ask him no i was no. too scared and then i, w- I remember i was like you know when you have this nervous sweat and it's like cold in your neck? Mm-hmm. And and I was feeling this and I was like, mm, and I couldn't say it. And then I remember I, I saved some money to book a little small tattoo with him again, like on my cough. And then I was asking him like, hey, do you maybe have a, some old stuff? because I re-, And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Like... Um, because I told him that I'm interested and I draw the designs myself. I prepared some stuff with him together, and He showed me something so he could feel that I was really interested. And then also when we were alone in the shop and there were some clients coming, he was like, oh, can you just have a talk to them? And I was like, <laughs> what should I say? <laughs> like, well, oh, talk to them about tattoos. Just, yeah, talk to them about
0: tattoos. He was really like... So he was kind of coaching you on to, to do... Yeah, it. but
1: I didn't realize it. I thought I would just... He was just too lazy to put the machine away, yeah. you know, which probably also is a little bit true, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah.
0: But can you sign for that, <laughs> please? <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, and then um, he put, I remember it was an old supermarket back from a from a supermarket here, and he put a super huge old uh, power supply in. Oh, it would be yeah, a cable yeah. machine, like one grip that had like um, a turning tube, so you can add the steel tips and then just close it. Mm. And with these things, I was working so much. Like, yeah. I was literally then going home. I was so happy. And I built up everything on my desk in my flat. And I tried to tattoo a rose on my upper leg.
2: Yeah, classic. And,
1: and I did, like, three <laughs> lines. One was super deep. Then two, they were, like, yeah. And then another one that was, like, a little bit too soft. But you can always see where I put the needle. in. so mm. I was like, fuck, that's difficult. It looked so easy when he did it. So, yeah. Mm. and then i another friend of mine he was living down the street he also wanted to tattoo and he was already a little bit in he could do some stuff and then he showed me some tricks with that so that was how i found the tattoo machine basically
0: yeah which is the crazy way yeah yeah it was very similar to mine you know the, the kits that you get and all that stuff and you buy it. because there was a tattoo shop for sure you know that that was around and there, it was kind of on false promises so i was there like buying them it was do you know what was funny that I was heard when i i spoke to um jack gox he had in his apprenticeship where the guy <laughs> said to him oh uh, now i show you it you can do it at home and then when you're good you can come back Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. It's so strange. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, that's how I thought it was done. I was like, no,
1: I don't. Well, no one knew at that time. Yeah, but that is the the, the big problem still, in my opinion. Yeah. That the... Trump has no rules.
0: Yeah, you have this kind of vision of when you go into a tattoo shop and that's the tattoo shop. That's the world, isn't it, of tattooing? Yes. And then, and then you find out if they hand you a machine straight away, that's how you think it's done. Yeah. And then there's some people where they go, no, you won't touch a machine for three years. And you go, oh, that must be how it's done. Yeah. And, you know, it's only now that we have the internet more. Because at that time, what, Facebook, maybe MySpace?
2: Or... Like
1: when I started tattooing at home, I had a Facebook page, yeah. And yeah. and then when I slowly entered my first tattoo shop, like then it was in my second study in the building engineer when I was like, at that point I had the machine and all of this happened already, but it was so difficult and I had to work in this call center and then I didn't really have the time. And then I was like, oh, I want to do it more. And then I had the second study. And actually also reason why I wasn't so much in university was because I was practicing at home tattooing. I bought then a little massage bed, a little steel table. And, you know, all my knowledge that I had was from my sessions or from the from the Internet. But I was always like when he tattooed me, I was like really asking a lot of things and like, you know, save them up. I was like, why are you putting this? Why are you always wearing gloves? Du-du-du-du-du, you know,
0: and- mm. what kind of style were you doing then? What what tattoos were you doing on?
1: Like, the first style that got me into tattooing was Japanese. Okay. So, I yeah. was, like, also my arm, before it was black, I was having a koi geisha, like, a uh, hanya mask, some cherry blossoms. I didn't, I never saw that, right? Oh, it's gone It's, it's
0: always been black, yeah. yeah.
1: No, not always, before it was this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not born with a tattoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um...
0: Yeah, you it I haven't met you when it was Mm-mm. no. Okay.
1: I think I I covered it that year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cuz I've always seen you with black arms.
1: Black arm Yeah, well this one. There. Oh my god, don't let's don't talk about my left arm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then you had your kind of gateway into it and you mentioned that there was a tattoo studio. So where did you go from there? Were you just staying at home? No, it the...
1: wasn't it was my first experience by where the guy was like not gatekeeping or saying no, blah, blah, blah. I was before having my portfolio and I tried to go some places in my city because he was like a little bit far away. And it was in the town where I played soccer at that time, Bible, yeah. where Martin Luther translated the Bible. Mm. Um, so before when I was going to some shops and stuff, I know that I was not crazy good, but also you don't know how bad or how good you are really, because you don't have the experience to reflect and to yeah. compare and da-da-da. Yeah. And then I was going to shops and I was already like, oh, I actually don't really want to work here, but it's, a, you know, if they say yes, I would do it, da-da-da. Mm. Um, and a lot of them were saying, no, no, go to university, was one guy saying. Um, go back to university. I was like, okay, thanks for, I know I was not asking this, but... <laughs> uh yeah then he was the first guy that was actually saying like in a way yes he was not promising me some bullshit or whatever he was just like i can give you some stuff what you were asking me for and i can show you but i don't have the time to teach you if you have a question you can ask me but it's not like you come now here into the shop and you're doing an apprenticeship officially over me you know yeah 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 and i appreciated that more than like Bullshit that I didn't ask or opinions that I didn't want it in that way, you know? Because even now when like young people come into the shop and they want to be tattooed, I know still how much it takes you to do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you get bashed then for no reason, it's a, yeah it's a really yeah. shitty thing to do in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I had it bad. Yeah. I had my portfolio ripped up in front of me. Have I told you this? Yeah, yeah it is yeah, really yeah, yeah.
1: actually the worst I ever heard from a story yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, for, and then my other portfolio stolen, and it was shit. And then everyone's like, "Oh, you should have went to another studio." I was like, "Dude, I wasn't gonna go in any fucking tattoo studio after that. It was full of twats."
1: That's what I mean, them, you know. And you know? I, just because they maybe didn't make it in in my shop because I have an apprentice, or for whatever reason it doesn't work, doesn't mean that I want to close their dream for forever just by a bad experience
0: yeah 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 and and i think that's important as well yes you're not like inviting everyone to do it because this is the thing is like it's not going to build character but it's definitely going to reveal character like you know like you can't just go into something and do it half-assed so even if you say yes to someone that doesn't mean that they're going to be taking up space tattooing everyone in the town and now there's this new tattoo on the town there's just going to be someone who's just not that chance to, yeah. get,
1: to get the door in, but then it's up to you. That's why I also, yeah. what I teach my apprentices. Is It's, it's, the, it's
0: any, any, any job, if you own a restaurant and you employ people, you look at their resume and you'll go, yeah, the resume looks good. And then you turn up for the night and you're rubbish. Yeah, you're because not gonna there's, be there. there's
1: so much more to this job than just being good in drawing before yeah. you actually start. Like also sometimes it's, it's for me just, uh, you know, there's something there and, you know, because when I... Then started going more into it and draw every day. I see how fast you can progress. So I was also like the first impression, the first drawings you show me. They are not really like telling me, or you know what I mean. That don't yeah. tell me if you be the next Mike Stockings or mm-hmm. the blah blah blah. You know what I mean. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was always just like I wanted to. For me, it was more important that they really show sure that they want to do this, no matter what. Yeah, not to do something bad or blah blah blah, but you know it it takes a lot of process in your mind it's not as easy and yeah it's not as easy as it looks all the time so like getting confident to show people your art to make people liking your art that they pay for it is a for me still a huge thing it is yeah for sure it's like now more natural because i do it every day and i you know but in, in that time is like different you'll have a you have no confidence basically about it mm. you know
0: and and it's quite it, the thing is 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 with art depending on how you do it and how you become creative it's that it is an intimate thing to show someone something yeah totally. that you have spent time out of hours where no one has seen you or anything like that designing something or drawing something and then you go i really like this i'm going to show it to someone and then someone goes yeah it's not just that judges it
1: yeah but also you see it and the way i am and the way i always was was like i look at it the next day and i think like fuck i should have done this different and this this." yes you know i'm like in the beginning i needed a little bit to understand that this is uh that art is a captured moment you know this was a tattoo i did in this day on the time because this was the level i was able to do and the next day i maybe gain some little points so yes i cannot get sad and mad about what i did the day before because it's part of the journey that's
0: and that's a great way you're not defined by your past and your past is that drawing at the time exactly because that was just the learning that is it in its moment that's the thing i always think with a project when i'm working trying trying to in bearing in mind when i'm working on a project that i want to do this and say this is happening now and this won't be forever and yeah. not in a weird, not in a bad way, just as in this is it now in real time. Same with this podcast, you know. Yeah, it might even evolve over time, and you might look back and go, "Oh, I did all those horrible things. I wish I never did with it or whatever." But it doesn't matter. It's no. uh, it was at that time, and 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 it.
1: Yeah, for me, it helped when I read this one time. This kind of because everybody has a different way of saying what is art. For me, like in general, like find one sentence that really captures what art is. And I read that it was like, it is a captured moment in a specific media. Yeah. And it, that's exactly what it is, because that's also what it's happiness or what extreme sadness or what a traumatizing moment is, you know?
0: Because people get quite judgmental about different styles in tattooing. And, and this is the thing is, I get it. I have my own taste. Okay. I enjoy certain things like I enjoy certain food for example, totally. right, And certain sports or whatever, but people will really be judgmental about things that they don't like. So say they have this thing called ignorant style. Yes. You know, this like where it's just these little drawings or these little characters or whatever, and people really go off and they hate that. There's hundreds of thousands and well, possibly millions of people that enjoy that. Right. So it is doing something. For it, sure. It's still art.
1: yeah it's a difference in between like my reality should be the whole reality or my reality exists in a lot of different realities around yes
0: yeah yeah yeah. the kind of like a multiverse of things and you're going "Uh, if i need it to be yeah i like if it was everything that i like all the time wouldn't the world be fucking boring
1: yeah and also like why is it so important to comment everything that you don't like?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's like when you walk through the street and somebody tells you, oh, you have a nice shirt, you appreciate it way more than when somebody say, oh, your shirt sucks. Yeah. Hey, I hate that shirt. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Ah, thanks for this useless information.
0: So with your style developing, because, you know, your style, I would say, when it come around, was very out there. And in the UK... I hear this from people in the convention circuit, right? That it's called the Berlin style.
1: Yeah. I, right. I, yeah. Uh, would
0: you agree? Would you? Uh, well, I, I guess it's
1: hard for you to say. Uh, I hear that actually for the first time ever from your friend.
0: Oh, it, it's it, uh, it, well, from Sean. Yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah. I also saw it at some point in some memes, you know, when there was some deathcore script. Uh, in kind of like a natural form like wood or like when there's a yeah, chair really yeah. broken you know and then i was in the berlin style over and then i was like okay oh, berlin style but yeah but for me the berlin style was more a little bit like fine line tribal techno-ish you know so that's oh. why I always was it for me then when your friend said this to me, then I was like, "Oh, that's maybe also possible because there was Gromov coming a lot to Berlin and
0: and you're in it the the thing is is that you're you're in it so you don't see it, that's yeah, yeah, I, totally. You know, I was
1: never making the connection, so when he said it to me, I was like, oh huh? is Yeah, it, isn't it is it? a thing
0: yeah. honestly, it's the um uh, uh someone was showing me a drawing. Like you mentioned, they were going, oh, I've got us to do this lettering. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. What kind of style are you gonna do? And they was like, Oh, you know, like the Berlin style. Oh, and cool. I was like, All oh, right, okay, and they show me. <laughs> and it was, it was like a death metal cover, death you know, of, of this writing, you know, yeah. um, a calligraphy. And um, I just wondered if that if that stuck because I i hear it a lot, you know. Yeah. But I guess you won't hear it because I'm in Berlin. You're in Berlin. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of cool. And cute that I never hear or understand this. Like, literally, if somebody would say to me, I would be like, yeah, no, I thought it would be like something different, you know? Mm. Like, when they do this little fine line tribals and then they put structure in it a little bit, I was more seeing this. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's a cool cool thing to say. I hope Berlin is happy that I give something back.
0: Do you (laughs) think that it did start there? Do you think it originated from... How did you develop the style?
1: So in the beginning, I was, as I said, more doing Japanese. Then I went a little bit more to traditional. Then traditional was always for me something that I could appreciate, especially in the beginning. But at some point, I didn't like that it had so many rules. You know, a line has to be like this. You have to do this first and this. And that was like not the way I was imagining myself drawing and stuff. Because I'm more like I like more to do things while I'm tattooing. Yeah, add a little bit here and there, like more spontaneous working and having a list of things that I have to do after each other and put down. You know. Yeah, sure. Um, so then I started working in the shop for the, the first time ever, and there I did like what was coming in. I was happy about every project because I wanted to show that I can do something, and I also wanted to at some point then make money and da da da. Um, And then when every time when there was lettering coming in, I felt like they immediately used the font and designed the tattoo there. The font. Yeah. Yeah, And I was more like thinking when I went into tattooing that I want to draw everything myself, Mm -hmm. you know? So even though somebody comes with this, then I for sure at some point understood that really sometimes somebody comes and he wants the um the sign of their parents or their yeah parents, yeah, yeah or a yeah. little band logo exactly like this you know and then you have to give up this thought a little bit but if they give you room i would always love to modify it or draw it myself and with lettering i was was the same for me i said i want to draw it myself first and then i felt always like this was a little bit more easy for my eye to balance out i don't know like i know for some people it's like horrible to have t- It's solid in one movement and then to have the, you know, the decorations around also moving nicely. But I always felt like this was something that I naturally naturally, uh, had a little bit more. And then I was doing more Chicano. Then I was also doing sometimes things with brushes. So I was like liking that it looked like brushed. I always was... I was obsessed in the beginning with that look, you know? Yeah. I thought it was, like, something super crazy. Like, people now, when they come and ask, like, do you do 3D tattoos or something like this? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then I get more and more into it. Then I loved dark tattoos, always by people that I admire, you know? I, I, I saw over Instagram, then people like Big Me's and stuff like this. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that's, like, not just the font and not just hand-drawn, it's different and then i like that is possible Yeah,
0: because he had the very like the shading that was in the middle was very kind of like you could see all
1: the line yeah. marks and yeah th- yeah it was the first time i saw pepper shading yeah yeah it was it was really cool and then i was like fuck i also want to do that you know i want to do like dark letters and fuck them up a little bit and have this effect i was super obsessed in the beginning with with structure with mm. like oh this looks metallic or this looks like it's exploding and did it and i like to do that on the skin i don't know why but i liked it yeah yeah and then i went more and more into it then i also like to do mandalas then you know when you're into script you're also into calligraphy and then i don't know i mixed everything in a way together
0: nice and how long did that take for you to develop that
1: um was I it would...
0: was it a process over a
1: period of time or was mm-hmm. it I think I would, yeah, extremely. Because as I said, I didn't want it to follow too much what I like. You know, I for sure, when you really appreciate the work of somebody, you want to do work same good. That's why I also understand why a lot of people copy without trying to copy because they try to do it not. But also what they learned and tattoo that they love so much, they cannot put away while they're redrawing it. Yeah,
0: because we the, the thing is, is that art is not original in any form because we all... Take in everything from experience, you know. So someone's experience from one end has created some kind of art, and and people come off that, you know. You're it's only everything that you've taken in. It yeah. can't be foreign. It can't be something from outer space. Yeah, yeah you know, sure. even if it looks like it, it's still coming from you, I
1: still had the ambition to have something that looks not cop- like in the beginning. It was just because there was so many tattoos out there and I always was scared to copy someone and did it dirty, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I didn't want it to do that. And for sure it happened in the beginning uh, with like significant details or stuff like this. Um, but I think it was part of the process.
0: So coming from then, uh, were you doing that kind of style when you were in this
1: shop? Yeah, when I basically went into the first shop and started like doing lettering, it was around like 10 years ago, like... Yeah. Actually in fifteenth of November, it's my ten years anniversary. So oh, is it? Yeah, it was around that time now, ten years ago when I was twenty-three.
0: Are you gonna do ten a ten year party?
1: Uh with Lou in Australia. Ah no nice. Yeah, because I will be not here sadly because we wrinkle my... girl. <laughs> 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 yeah. So in that time I was going in and then I got in a little bit more into lettering and this and that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then how did that come into play? Because now you are the proud owner of Der Grimm.
1: Um my way to Berlin was I was here already a couple of times.
0: So that studio was in your Yeah, yeah, that was still in my area. hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Erfurt. So then you just made the big move to go, I'm I'm hitting
1: Berlin. Oh, there was a there was a little different, I would say. I'd never thought about moving to Berlin in mm. that in that time, because I I don't know, I ne- it never crossed my mind, honestly. And then I won- then I realized in my hometown, because I tattooed friends at home for really cheap, and then when they had to come to a tattoo shop and pay to normal, they were also saying, yeah, but I can also go to somebody <laughs> more experienced, yeah. you know, which I understand, <laughs> but in that time it was also hard, you know. Um, and then I started guest spotting immediately. Like in my third month in the studio, it was my first guest spot ever because I was there with another guy that learned tattooing at home a little bit and we were both, I think he was a little better at that time because he was doing it uh, longer and I don't know, he had more knowledge. I could feel that about machines and da-da-da. So I went with him to guest spot in near Bavaria, in Bavaria, near Nuremberg, and then another one near Stuttgart in a smaller town and they had, it was the time where the, Tattoo shops were overrun with people, you know. Okay. And even in the smallest village, the people were booked out for a year. Yeah, so they yeah, were like, yeah. yeah, we need guest artists. Da, 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 da. And I went there and there. In my shop at home, I was always feeling a little bit too controlled that I do everything super right. And da, 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 you know, like um, I was a little pressured and scared to make mistakes. And when I was guest spotting, that feeling was not there. So when I did a mistake, I was still feeling bad, but I was not being so scared the whole time that somebody maybe sees it and I could get kicked out of the shop or blah, blah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. To try to be experimental.
1: Yeah, not just experimental, but also, I don't know, like, it's like when you do certain things, you also at some point want to do them the way you want and not just how somebody tells you.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Oh, uh, as well, to try and,
0: and dip your foot in something. You know, the exploration of it, of like, you know, what can this craft do? Where does it go? Do Does it have to conform all the time? And
1: I was also thinking, like, in the end, I'm doing this alone. Like, you cannot sit there all the time and giving me feedback or this or, you know, like, I have to do it alone at some point. So,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was always more like trying to do it myself. Mm. And uh, then in that time, I was also going to tattoo in Berlin a friend moved here and i could stay at his place blah 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 so i was like yeah let's try it and then i hated it for the first time it was so traffic so many people blah this- and
0: i guess because you come from a small town yeah. it was yeah
1: it was for me crazy i need in the same city like 45 minutes from somewhere to somewhere <laughs> you yeah know? um and then i was in that one shop that was a little Strange, so I was like, oh, I don't want to go there again. And then actually, Dirk that was here yesterday, oh, he yeah. had a flat in Berlin, and I was tattooing in his flat like two or three guest spots.
0: Oh, so he he had a flat here before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I wonder because he said he he was out with a bunch of friends and stuff, and uh, yeah. like, oh, you?
1: Yeah, he lived here for a while. Nice. Okay, and cool. then I was tattooing there. And then I did my second convention, the first bigger one in Dortmund, and I won a prize for lettering. And then there was a guy uh, from uh. Berlin coming and asked, like, hey, do you want to maybe guest spot? And I was like, yes. And then they had a new studio. Um, it was called Black to the Rose. And it was basically then studio where we had met, like, all the others that we opened the studio with. Nice. And then I guessed it there one time, two times, three times. And then I was always booked out there because, I don't know, it was my style. It was really, I had a lot of clients there, like way more than even at home. So I was like, I go there to two because I can do what I want. Um, And then at some point I was like, start missing it when I wasn't there. You know, Uh, and that was then the point where I was like, fuck, I...
2: Fallen in love with it.
1: Yeah, when I was in Berlin the first time I was like homesick and wanted to go home and missed my friends. But then when I was home and... You know, like also at that point in a small town, the people already some getting really old. Like and they you've,
0: just and you have outgrown it.
1: Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, I want to do stuff also during the week, like we can meet up and do this and that. And I and I felt it from the people here that had the same kind of interest or like picture this then uh there and then I felt like yeah, but I also I don't know, I was always trying to listen to my intuition a lot because it most of the time was Right, and I felt like, Oh, I miss it. I want to go there. I should give it a try. And then I did half, half, then I did three weeks, a month in Berlin, and one week, and then I moved here. Nice in 17 full time.
0: And then how long was it until you thought of their grim and how
2: it did?
1: So I moved completely with my own flat. <clears throat> sorry, in January, and then around April, uh, the studio owner from our shop said that we have to close the shop because of thousands of reasons I don't want to go into now. But, yeah, 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 sure. Um, it was like we were seven people and was like, what are we doing? Like, we could all try to find our own shop, but I was also just moved to Berlin. I was like, mm. and then or do we all search a shop together? But who takes seven people? It was, you know, and then we decided let's open a shop.
0: Yeah, as a as a collaborative almost. Yeah,
1: because we all work together. We all kind of know each other. Yeah. The, the boss from the old shop was uh, also having a main other job, so he was not so present like he maybe wished he could. Um, And so we were running also like I was, for example, with Kata or Kasia. I was doing the, you know, when they came in to show their portfolio and ask if they can work there, I was sitting there and talking also to them. So I was already doing a little bit of something, but. Not like officially or blah blah blah,
2: yeah, 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 okay,
0: so my first time in Dagra, I can't
1: remember what year it was seventeen or eighteen,
2: yeah, oh, that's cute
1: we we opened it <laughs> <you> in <laughs> in August seventeen end of August seventeen. And I'm not sure if you've been there or in, in Oh because when
0: you come to mind you were open in it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was Yeah. I think we just had it for one month or something.
0: Nice. I remember the first time when I come because I've been to
1: Oh wait, no. I was sixteen at yours.
2: Oh okay. Oh.
1: No. When I came when I came to guest with you, do already had the studio? No. I was still working in the
0: studio. I think you were open in it. Really? Mate, I, uh, mate I, I didn't even know when right. I came, so...
1: If it was 17, then yes, but I, I think I came 2016, To you know when I think about it? Okay. So, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, and that was in the winter, I remember, so it might have been that year then. Um, I've been to loads of tattoo shops, right? And the vibe of the tattoo shop is normally uh, tattooers, uh, when you're on the same level, are... You know, they're very good. The the vibe is very good. Usually you get taken out places, you get, you know, they they're very welcoming. But when I came to your shop, it was different, right? It was more like a brotherhood, you know, mm. that than I, I I had seen before. I remember one time when we came, and because I was guesting in between different places at the time, I was at Brian Povac's place and then you, and your place. And um, I remember you inviting me down when I was there because you know we were friends, and you was hey when you, while you're in Berlin, come and see me. And you were throwing this. It was a a barbecue in the middle of the street. It was like <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the road, right in the in the in the center. And um, everyone pitches in, everyone was there. There's people from all corners of the earth Mm. and more with your new shop now, I would say. But at the time there was was so much of a, a community based around it. And I remember I said this to Dana earlier and he said that he remembers that barbecue and that there was someone in the street that comes to you and was like, I've been looking at what you guys are doing, and I bought you some sausages. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you remember this? Yeah, yeah. And it, I was saying, isn't it such a nice thing that there's so much like community built around something that was considered to be very like a weird thing before? People didn't want to touch it, did they? Like tattooing, it was yeah. very rough it's and scary. scary. Yeah, and and you would think even meeting those people like yourself and your work is very dark, and you know all this stuff, and, and then Gromov. his work is very dark and all this and they're the most fun full of life people that you would ever meet you know
1: yeah i think that was always for us a way to express that side and i don't think that you should always just like draw how you how your mood is you know it's like more I don't know also what you like, what kind of details, what is this, what is that, you know, like there are swing things to draw happy and sad like all the time. But it's just also how you connect it because just because it's dark and heavy doesn't mean that it's like has, in my opinion, to be come from this kind. Because if I found it beautiful, then it makes me happy to see it, you know, so...
0: When um, earlier, when you told me the story about you giving the contract to the guy for the football boots and the tattoo and all this stuff, you have a clear vision and an idea of something that you want before you go on something. That's what that says to me, right? Would you agree?
1: Mm, yes, but also I underestimate a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time yeah, of course. Thinking, of course. Oh, it will work out in any way. Like I make a, I have an idea through my experience or how I imagine it. And then that's how I usually do it. I'm really practical with that and not so much about theory. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's also how I built up the shop. You know, I saw a lot of things in tattoo shops that I liked. I also saw a lot that I didn't like where I was sure like, oh, this is my shop. I would do this, this, like what I experienced good and also what I experienced bad.
0: Yeah. Cause that's what I was about to say was that the the idea that you you know you know what you want and you have what you want now, Dare Grim now is such a complete difference to when I first was there. And yeah, I I can see the bones of of what it was before, like what I say with like the community base behind it, and now it's been amplified to this thing. The the thing that got me thinking about it actually was the last trip that I was down and I was talking with Gromoff and um Oh, oh i can't remember who else and i was making videos of um how we say um let's get fucked hmm. in you know because that's in the their english, language in their language and it was an english phrase and i recorded everyone saying it for a story post you know just this funny friday night thing you know hmm. whatever and it was anika um Gromov um paco was in it you know so there was all these different languages going on and then someone commented on it sent me a message saying it's really really cool that all these people are from all different parts of the world and they've all come into one spot spot to have a this you know kind of moment together with tattooing yeah and i was like oh yeah you know and 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 they said that the video is really funny because it represents that that everyone's the same yes You know,
1: I see it like this, too, like when people coming for the first time, you can feel if they think it's beautiful and then it's huge and it's this and it's that. But then also there's a different group of people that understands it, that appreciate this kind of feeling, this, you know, it's not you don't see that every day and especially not in a lot of tattoo shops that there is people legit coming from Italy, Russia, Ukraine, South Korea. You know, like you have every week a different lineup of like international artists and that is really something cool that they choose the spot to be their point when they come to Germany or when they come to Berlin and then to exchange a good time and everybody's having the same job kind of feeling the same way about it you know
0: yeah because they're all artists and based in tattooing and yeah but and also so there's a common ground
1: yeah but also i mean more for the styles or for like if they want to get better in freehand or if they want to learn something about collaborations or if they just want to exchange contacts or stuff like this you know yeah but also really a place for like connecting and i've for some younger tattooers now i feel like also uh, they come with a lot of expectation to learn.
0: Well, this is what I was saying to Dana, because Dana was saying that, um, because obviously he was in the the older shop to the new shop, and he has his own room that's tucked away, and I was asking him about that, whether he likes the room, and um, he loves the room, you yeah. know. Um, but also he was saying, I, I feel like I need to get all, more out of my shell with traveling and, and doing all that stuff. But when I said to him, I was like, and conventions, he said, and I said to him, I was like, "Well, the shop feels like a convention
1: every day. Yeah.
0: Every day. Where, but what's great about it as well is when I, I was working with Dana this week, and when I'm in his studio, in in his section, I say his studio because it feels like <laughs> yeah. it feels like that. His whole room is designed like that for for him. Is his own music? Is his own space? And then you leave the room and the convention starts. Yeah. Where in a convention, you can't escape it unless you yeah. go to your hotel, isn't it? You know, or you're on the street out, yeah. you know, or whatever. So when you have this, it was a, it, it's a really good balance. And the shop is crazy. So for anyone listening, I mean, how big is the new shop?
1: It's 900 square meters altogether.
0: Wow. And it has a
1: bar.
0: Yes. And a, a not a bar like someone will put in their house. Yeah. you know it's no, a it's a
1: collaboration bar for because we also do events and parties in the shop um with jägermeister, jägermeister yeah
0: yeah <laughs> when you told me about that and you <laughs> sent me the plans you sent me a picture of the blueprints uh yeah. blueprints of the bar i was like oh my god this is this is wild you yeah because i come the first time and it was being built
1: yeah yeah i, re- yeah. I remember it was a meeting room before. yes it was the no it was a lunch room Oh, and, yes, and yes. Then, yeah. then uh, we, we said, okay, there, we don't need all the space. so Maybe we can put a bar in the corner. But then we opened that wall and take all the, the other half of the studio in the in the COVID time. And then I was like, fuck, we can also build that bar around the corner. And under this podest that was already there, it would look much cooler and it's a little bit more space. And then we also changed the dinner room to the room behind because there was a little bit dark and squeezed. So we said, let's put the coffee station there and the room for lunch in the middle where it's more light, where it looks already a little bit more like, again, a different room and more interesting to eat there.
2: Yeah.
0: So how many spaces are there to tattoo in the shop? How many people have been in the tattoo shop at one time?
1: Like at one time, I think we had 26 stations. 26 yeah and there was 11 guest artists wow so that was a crazy week like we literally go out two evenings that week and we ask before if the restaurant is empty yeah (laughs) (laughs) or the bar is empty close it (laughs) yeah close it it because we're coming in yeah Yeah. there was really one pizza spot we went into It was a small one they had like two and there was i think 20 seats and we were fitting like
0: there was yeah extras on the end yeah I mean, and what great for that business! You'd be like, we've got a bunch of tattooers, pocket full of cash, yeah, open, you know? hungry, <laughs> yeah. For they've been tattooing all day, <laughs> but that's funny as well because now you, are, the new upgrade is you even have a a, a chef, <laughs> yes, a chef at the studio.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I like the idea of like having lunch together, and I always prefer like self cooked food, like except if it's like really fancy or nice restaurants, but also. You know, when you're tattooing and then you're hungry and then you order something, you order trash, food, and with a lot of plastic. So we were like, if we can minimize that a little bit and offer like everybody a nice self-cooked meal for lunch, that is, you know, has way more something family-ish that we did in the first job and I wanted to transfer to the second. Yeah. One. I. But then for sure, also now like cooking, if we mentioned 26 stations, you have to cook for a huge amount of people, which is you know a it, lot it's yeah. a lot it's not just like putting this in the pen. it's like thinking and planning and organize yourself to yeah put yeah mound right and da, 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 you know, well i,
0: I saw because when i last come down there was no chef and, yeah. the, and now when i come down there's a chef right and he was walking around and here with you know with all the bowls in his hands like a you know the putting the service out and it was a, a like a bolognese, like a meatball bolognese. Obviously, not meat because yeah. it's a vegan shop. But yeah. the um, uh, it you could walk up to it and take a picture of it, and it was ready for a photo
2: in <laughs> yeah. a menu. Yeah, um, you know.
1: A big shout out to Honest on this uh, for this. Like he's doing really precise, good job in that because he also wanted the food is not just tasty, but it's also fulfilling yeah. and it looks pretty All the leaves were very creative it's here. a it's a huge difference like when you sit there in your break and everybody opens a plastic box put something out then you know you have this look at the plate and said oh actually somebody did that for us with love with you know yeah 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 and it feels different it feels more like you know that feeling from home which connects you in my opinion more to this little break it feels different. It feels way more... You know, you talk about... Also, I feel like it has an input on in what you talk about and da-da-da, you know? Yeah. It's not just, oh, I used the seven-liner today. No, it's more like, oh...
0: Yeah, just eating a peanut Yes, hey, I felt a little
1: down because of this and that, you know? Mm. It's more intimate and I like this.
0: So, run me through this idea because you being the owner and the boss and all this stuff, this is... It, it, people will probably be, be listening to this and thinking, fuck, you know, like my boss doesn't do anything like that where did this idea of like you've you've always had this idea you're very welcoming you know to myself you know you invite me to your home when i uh, come down you're very you're beyond accommodating i would say and even for like the rent itself for an artist very low yeah but what is what comes in with you know i'm not saying everything has to be about the food and the bar and all all that stuff but the creative aspect of like I remember I came down and there was the one up yeah. graffiti crew just doing a, you know, a, a whole mural in the thing. There will be artists that you would never meet. Yeah. You know, there's Gara when I meet come there. I'm, when am I going to go to South Korea next, you know? Yeah. But I can come to Berlin and I meet these people, you know? and And it's such a crazy thing, you know, yeah. that there's almost like, it's almost like a what's the word you know like the the kind of the space in the earth where everyone meets you know where it has no flag zone yes i uh, no flag zone yeah i
1: i it, love that feeling a lot because today for example there was one uh one guest artist and she was in one of my first uh clients here in berlin in attitude or the hands and stuff like this and then she came to me in frankfurt on the convention and said hey actually i was Asking you and showing you some stuff. I don't know if you remember, and I was remember it briefly, and then she was like, "What do you think? Should I try?" And I said, "Yeah, if you want try?" And that was all my memory from this. But this was for her, something to hold on. And today, I saw in the studio and was like, "Whoa, oh, who you have an appointment with?" And she was like, "No, I'm guesting." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I wow. played her work and it was really good.
0: Yeah. That was nice, and you and now you've seen the progression in the person of their 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 dreams. The because I, I I was speaking with um, uh the the guy you're doing the collaboration, uh, Nathan. yeah yeah to, today Nathan Nathan yeah yeah that's it sorry yeah and um and he's come from Italy and he was you know his work is great
1: yeah you know really he's, good. he's
0: a very talented guy but he was so pleased yeah you know pleased is the little word for it to be there you know he he was honored you know to be there and especially as well as you're like you're giving him this uh giving him is 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 the bad word but you're doing a collaboration with him and he kind of felt like that you know like it's uh You know, he's been tattooing for a couple of years, but his work speaks for itself. Yeah, I I really
1: like it. And he was also a little bit insecure about, yeah, because I don't have so much followers. And then I said, I don't (sighs) give a fuck. If I like your work, I, you know, that's yeah what counts for me. And I am always up for collaborations. I think it's interesting and a different creative, a little bit like covering. It's also a different kind of being creative because you have to imagine something with limited... You know what you can do, because there is this, what you want to cover up. And that's in a collaboration a little bit the same. Like you want to... That he put his style in, but you also yours, but you can also mix it together. That it doesn't just look like two tattoos above each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be
0: nice to see. But the idea that like people are coming and they're having this kind of... You know, he was saying to himself that... Well, he was t- telling to me that he said... I go on collaborations and guest spots and do all this stuff because where he works, there's no, he doesn't feel like there's anything, you know, and he feels uncomfortable actually coming Mm. to these places, which was a great word uncomfortable and not uncomfortable because the environment is uncomfortable because it's far from it
1: because he feels
0: he feels out of his depth yeah you know and he feels like he's gonna grow and he goes and then when i go home he goes i feel like a million bucks you know
1: i think it's also the feeling of getting opinions from people a lot that you care you know Uh, yeah because when you get a opinion on social media from somebody that you don't know you I was like okay nice tattoo thanks i appreciate it but it's not the same as when for example some tattooer that you look up to um that you admire says a hey, nice work man you know that's yeah that yeah, is yeah. a different feeling and i feel like sometimes these people they meet there like a lot of the people that they follow on instagram for a long time and you know and then they they meet them and then they probably see their work so they hope you're gonna like it
0: yeah I think that's, yeah, what I said to him, I said, dude, I've been tattooing 15 years and I come here every time and feel the same, Yeah, you know, and it it creates that environment because there's always something I remember, I come down, there's been murals painted and we, you know, there's people are working till like 11 at night, Yeah, you know, and they're doing a couple of tattoos. Then they they meet on
1: the in that room and draw a little bit or then they try to use this or then they come downstairs and paint some clothes and stuff yeah. that was always at some point when i understood what you can do because there is actually not such a strict thing what you can do in a place and whatnot you know mm. like if some people want to oil paint at night they can do it why not you know or yeah, yeah, yeah if you want to try this or if you want to work together on this or you know or if you just come and want to hang out. like sometimes also when people are on holiday they come around in the evening and hang out yeah and i i like this that you know everybody can has the opportunity to do and to feel creative with what he wants trying new things and you know connecting with other people that they care for to learn something or to you know just exchange whatever Mm.
0: i think you've created that space perfectly for that Thank you. You know, just not just with the aesthetic and it's very Berlin in its sense that you've kind of taken the, the street element from it and taken it into a studio. It's almost like a gallery of your career and your, on your life, you know, that you go into another room and this whole room has been painted by someone, you know, all the names, you know, it's clear that you have a very big passion for all these people. Yeah, and appreciation
1: also. I was always seeing it a little bit like as a, like, you know, when you compare tattoo studios with each other, like not in a bad way, but you check the lineup. Like you, you have this one tattooer that is owning the shop and he's you know him from Instagram or something, then there's a bunch of other friends of him and stuff working. And I liked in our shop that it became naturally like really... Like artists that were significant for their style and like really known. And it was like, you know, when you read the lineup of a festival or of a concert or something, like this and you read it and it would be like, whoa, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Not just these two people that I like there, there's actually from this style, from this style, there's this, this, you know? Bastian Gromov, uh, Boyko Diamante, Amina, you know, you have like a lot of really good artists, plus then the guest artists from around the world. And then I was always feeling like you have. Also, in our shop, I don't know if it's in another shop, probably in big traveling shops as well, you have every week a different lineup. Yeah. Because one of our residents is traveling this week, the other one this week, then one is gone, then one is this. Then there's this guest but leaving stuff. So it's every week actually a different lineup.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: because even when I come, there's never two people at one time. Yeah. You know, which is nice, you know. But but then as as well, it's like,
1: but you know, that's why also, for example, Dana and also me, I like it to have my own room because it can be for me like sometimes also a little bit too much, you know.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's a big. It's a big area. How and you're dealing with a lot of
1: people. I rather have my piece during the session, then walk around and exchange, than having constantly input. You know. That's yeah. Yeah. I yeah. To understand if some people were with headphones, but everybody is different.
0: And a lot of people are there to see you as well from, yeah, it, from the outside, from me, when I, when I speak to people that they're, they're very, there, like, mm, Felix, and yeah. yeah, you know, they, they, they want to, they want to see you, you know, which is, which is a great thing, you know, but, um, you need to have
1: that space. You yeah, need to have that space. just, you know, I feel sometimes bad when my social battery is so low that I'm like, Oh, I don't want to talk to anyone anymore today. It's mm okay, now I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But then also you don't want to be ungrateful for this opportunity to work in this space all the time. And it's like, I try to find the balance in between this, you know, to don't talk or over-socialize when I don't want it, mm. but to also like feeling grateful like every day to work in a space like this.
0: And you have such a great team because I know even... You know, we was talking about this, like Dana would uh, agree with what you said with the, you know, sometimes he gets a bit much, but then he longs for the other side as well. So that balance of having the other rooms is such a good but thing.
1: That's why I, for example, told them in the team meeting, if they want, they can also just one like And for example, did that. He worked one week in a different room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said it's he was like after it, like after this month, he was like, Man, it's so crazy. I never saw the studio like this. And that's actually for me the most interesting thing is like to hear from people without like being like too scared about my opinion or Mm. they could hurt me with something or whatever. That you really see like how they see the studio because it's so different, you know, like everybody with his background, with his experience, with his you know, self-reflection comes in and experience the place completely different. Yeah, of course. And you That's know,
0: humans though. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, And I like to hear these different stories because it's yeah. like hard to imagine and try to absorb everything all the time, like by just looking at it.
0: Well, everyone that I speak to seems to be very appreciative. That you know, as saying back to Dana today, like you know, when well, we was talking last night when he's giving me a lift home, he was saying how you know. Uh, he can imagine his life with you know without the position that he has you know, yeah. And it's um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very nice. And then you have Tino, yeah, as well, who runs the show. Yes, who who's at, who should be doing seminars on how to run a tattoo studio since it's one of the probably the biggest tattoo studios in the world.
1: Yeah, definitely one. I know that there's one really big one in New York too now and another one in india which is also connected to a tattoo school so in my okay. opinion I, that don't really count yeah 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 let's say one of the biggest in the world is like
0: and he I'd say it was an easy choice to make that's yeah yeah so and he's been running it during <laughs> the every like you're, obviously you obviously you you you're in it together and you're you're showing Yes it i everything.
1: mean a lot of the idea how to manage it Come, like the problem solving comes from me because yeah. I'm good in this, you know how to find a optimize this little thing with this you know how to make the life easier and work smart, not always hard, you know yeah and but he's more like I don't know, I'm so bad with technique, like with program here this that da, da, da then he's really good in this, he knows so much more about the two equipment than I do that's I, our food, that's people. our food. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, then it's like nice to to give him the room for his knowledge, for the way he wants to run it, but to give ideas and input to <laughs> um, yeah, so I try to be more visionary and have ideas and be a nine four nine zero.. And he's more the operator and, like, takes care about things. And it's, like, he's really into it. And I'm really happy how much he likes to do that, for sure. Sometimes also for him a lot. That's why uh, I also gave him now, like, the possibility to have an assistant and to outsource things and stuff like this. And that's in the beginning, like, difficult. If you used to have it to after your own responsibility. And then when you give it away, you... Have to trust that no mistakes. Happen. Yeah, yeah, and
0: you have to have a sense of control over it because yeah. it's, it's giving everything out. Yeah. So the where did it all come from with the idea like you're giving so much? You know, I you know I would say with this whole this community base and all all this stuff that you have, and even down to the feeding and and you throw barbecues and you know events at the studio and all this stuff. There's a lot of giving you know, to everything, you know, is there? Is where does that come from? For mm. you? Is that, is that uh, from an experience that you've had with tattooing where you feel like I don't like this and I think it should be this or where well, you, this is just the way I am. Cause the way you are talking about, let's go back to like, when you were saying about food and you were sitting down and you're going, uh, when you eat a certain food and when you were together, you can communicate more. And I get what you mean because you're around the table with the family. yeah. And now we can talk about our day and decode instead of like, you're in the lunchroom at yeah. work and you're eating sandwiches, yes. for example. Nobody and talks. And nobody talks. And you're like, oh, that game tonight's work, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah the but, football was nice last yeah. night, you know, kind of thing. And you don't have that there.
1: Mm. So how, why? And I think it's, it's the way I was raised and also how I experienced things that I like. Honestly, like when I was in a football team, I liked the community. I liked to working on something together, you know, being in it together And then I also, as I said, like when I traveled through tattoo studios, I always had the ambition to optimize things, you know, like for sure that can sometimes also be a lot if it's too much, but I like to have the idea like we could do also this and like optimize the service here and make it more like, you know, make it more of an experience than just a visit. I wanted to, you know, to just go to a point where it's like, this is, how I perfectly would imagine to come to a shop.
0: Yeah, that's nice. So we're, I, I want to end on two things, right? Two projects. Yeah. So, and they kind of intertwine. That's fine. Okay. There's there, there's two things that intertwine. Um, one of them being the Young Hearted brand. So explain to me first, Young Hearted, and where's the name for that?
1: Uh, Young Hearted was. In a song of a band that I really like to hear. And they had this one song where was about never growing up. And What band was that? Uh, the band is called Deez Nuts. Shout oh, out, guys. Yeah, 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 nice. And, and, yeah, I felt connected to the song because, as I said, when I moved to Berlin, uh, I already had this a little bit that I felt like my friends and everything was growing already so old and so much into a profile like things have to be like this because they're always made like this and I was yes. like I was always like more, yeah something. I was more a little bit hungry to un to see the world and to understand this and da-da-da. and I thought there was something really childish but not in the typical way you know more like that's what children do because they don't know they are curious you know they they starve for this they want to touch this they want to know how to feel this da-da-da. and I like this idea so yeah, then I heard it in the song and it was clicking and I was like, that's a... Because I, even though I had no idea about marketing in that time, I was like, I would like to have an artist name for some reason.
0: Ah, nice. Like an alias as well. Yeah. Because you can, the, the thing is, is about that, like I, I heard this the other day, was that um having a faceless thing, there's no judgment to, yeah. you know, and the name kind of has that of like, your, your opinions are with the name and not the person. You know, I never did that because my name was just my name on Facebook (laughs) and then it just uh, adapted from there. But I, when I heard that, I understood it almost like a, you know, you can, you can step into being the artist almost. Yeah. Yeah, And I
1: think I was also in that time, like playing with the dream of having a own studio at that time. And I was like, yeah, that would be strange if I called Felix Hill. So maybe I can, you know, already combine. I had that naturally. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah and then i don't know that's the way i see it like keeping the inner child alive in a way like being curious being not judgmental like welcoming you know that's how kids are they see other kid, and usually when they're not have had too much bad experience they're like hey hey yeah you
0: know? yeah yeah and i guess that works well because it coming into the clothing brand of you saying that it's very experimental yeah so you would say that that's the same with kind of how you were saying there that there's no conformity to it totally there's no rules to it you know and even with like your latest kind of work it's always changing and doing this are you you're the mastermind behind the whole operation you know when you would you remember the first one that you did the hoodie the first hoodie mm-hmm. and when you started experimenting with it where what was the process behind that how did you come up with the idea to
1: i don't honestly know i think i saw a bleached shirt at some point and it reminded me on um color splash yeah and then i was like i never bleached anything to that time you know i know the effect and blah blah, blah but and then i was like youtubing videos and stuff and I saw oh it's just a normal liquid like water and it you know I never put it together before like bleeding, yeah 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 cleaning the toilet with it's the same shit yeah so um then I saw and I was like hey but you can also paint this yeah and then I started experimenting with the first kind of hoodies i used I don't know, I was doing it in front of the elevator where now everybody smokes in the studio and I had 20 hoodies and I was like, oh, I can do one like this and one like this. And then it was like really satisfying because it was same as tattooing. You know, when the more you go over, the more lighter it gets. It was basically same as tattooing, but opposite.
0: Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah you spray more it gets darker it gets yeah yeah,
1: tattooing gets more darker and this gets more lighter light yeah Yeah.
0: yes yes uh, yes of
2: course
1: so yeah and then i experimented with that i did a little bit of calligraphy some just with a spray bottle some i just turned around and then this idea was born yeah
0: and i see like the kind of big marker pens filled with liquid as well because it wasn't just you know um grabbing an idea and throwing bleach on it. You yeah. know, it was they're very creative and they it exploded. It yes. took off, didn't it? It was a it's a very successful Yeah. I see brand. sometimes
1: like really big lettering influences and stuff doing this thing and their hoodies look amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For me it's not about who did what who first stuff. I know that I didn't saw so many tattoos doing this kind of stuff before. Mm. Or oh, actually nobody from my experience, and and I was like, okay, I connected these two things, tried it, and I liked it. And then, yeah, for but it's also a under, understandable idea because, as I said, it's similar to tattooing. It's something unique. It's something you know where you can put more time and effort in, and then people feel more, like, convinced to buy art than just merch.
0: Yeah, and and wear a gallery. Yes, as same well.
1: as tattooing in this point. Of
0: yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Because it, and you have your own. Studio space now, there it's a whole working, yeah, environment where you have designers in there and uh, photographers, a whole team.
1: Yeah, it's uh, also this thing grow a lot because in the beginning I had like 20 hoodie, hoodies that we loaded up, and I remember it was Christmas, we were all with our families, and I decided stupid time for the drop. And then, um, the one guy was on the laptop, and, and then he sent me a message and said, like, well, uh, something. Collapsed. I had to take the shop online, and I was uh, offline. And I was like, "What? Why?" And then he said, "Man, because we sold uh, 144 hoodies or something." And I was like, "How is that possible?" Because he made sure to load up each hoodie just one time, available as a single product. Right. Okay. But then he changed something in the description, and a little hook went out where you and you had to mark it again and it's just one time available. So some of the hoodies were endless available. Oh. And when he took it off there was in the checkout there was a 978 people or something. Jeez. So he had to take it down because if they would all buy the hoodie they would block our PayPal and, yeah, and Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we were like okay people are interested in it so let's keep on doing it and then it was also the time I think the first drop was in December 19 at Christmas and then from March the first lockdown started. So I was not allowed to tattoo, but I was allowed to do this. Yeah. So then I invested like a lot of time and money also to building the place, to figuring out the idea. And in the end, I was, it was economic-wise not smart to run another business where you can do your other business. I learned now from mm. COVID and the support from but the you're government. Doing it for your, yeah, but you're doing but, it for your passion. Yeah, you know? but it was keeping my mind uh, not from going crazy and forgetting what I was doing all the time or who I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. It was still like because you were not allowed to tattoo, it was hard to you because you felt like you lost something that you need. And then with this I could feel I could fill the gap a little bit. But on the other side it was also like nice to to have that amount of time that COVID gave me from not tattooing to invest in something like this, you know, because if not, I'm not sure if it would be that Big as it is now, because I wouldn't have the time.
2: Mm, yeah. Well,
0: I I think from the outside, from the get go, you the way that you present it, I guess you see the every step of how to create it. So you know, in some ways, how basic some bits might be to you or easy, but from the outside, very professional. You know, from from the outside to everyone else. You know, as 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 myself. So when you were putting all that out. Every little part of it, it looks like it was is it's intentional, you yeah. know. But you see, it's the same with tattooing, isn't it? Yeah. We see every micro splat or you know yeah. little bit of it, and then you and when someone and starts also to more go more oh, mistakes, more than mistakes because so, you have a exactly. higher standard exactly. You, you... But everyone sees it as it is. Yeah. When they see the tattoo, and it's the same with anything with any of your projects, you know. But then I see some of your there was the advertisements for them. And then you were doing these body paintings on models and stuff like that. And then there was one where you were with Lorna Shaw. Yes. With Will. With Will. Right. And I'm not that well versed with them. I've heard them through the shop because Josh and Claire, they love Lorna Shaw. Yeah. And they they were playing a lot in the shop and, you know, listening to the music and I remember because I was like, oh, this is a band called Lorna Shore and Chris as well, my brother, you know, he was they're like, Yeah, this is Lorna Shaw, they, they listen to it, you know. And um and then I see next is you, you know, doing these <laughs> Yeah, yeah, painting the person, you know, so the the lead the lead vocalist and stuff. So how did that all come around with and and it's almost like you took the young-hearted clothing design aspect the you know the process of the bleaching and all that of now onto a person yeah yeah and i saw it with various models that you have done you know as well but obviously this one is a yeah a significant one for people that are listening because they probably know the band and all that stuff yeah he has
1: a big fan base yeah yeah yeah, of course so the idea from the body paintings was just I love always to see bodysuits, you know. I think, like, if a customer gives you a bodysuit, that's the ultimate thing somebody can offer you with giving you the trust of tattooing them. Yeah. And I love to see, like, people completely covered and, you know, and then I was like, that's uh, also something I would like to, but you cannot really... Just come to the end and do that you know it's like yeah. a long time when you and
0: also people before they met you might have been other tattooed. tattoos
1: or this exactly. and that you know yeah. so i was like but i could do it with paint you know i like i like to do calligraphy on the floor and on paper and
0: that's kind of like a person graffiti
1: yeah i was well. like playing always like with the instruments that i use you know like on body painting and calligraphy on the floor it's brushes on the hoodies as a brush then the hoodie works a little bit like the skin, but reversed. And, you know, it's always a little bit connected in a way. Like body painting works with the with the body flow for me, the way I do it. And the same as for my vision of tattooing. And I like always to have this kind of connections between each other and to just, you know, doing different stuff that is creative and that people think it's nice, it's dope, it looks pretty. You know, it's like I like to to do that
0: well the whole the whole process of the project is great because there's a there's you doing the actual painting on the model part so the model comes into play to some aspect, right and then the the mediums of the types of things you're working with so the paints the color scheme the brush and then also the photography because now you were selling these posters
1: hot prints and, and Polaroids. yeah yeah and yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's really cool so let's say for i know i want to do the painting but then i also like to collaborate and, and i know that i'm not as much into photography than a photographer that do that mainly for her job or his yeah job or of course whatever. yeah so i also know sometimes where my limits are you know it's not that i need to buy also now a camera and be also not a great photographer, you know, or I right. have to be good in this and this and this and that, you know, I can't because I feel it or not. And with photography, I don't feel it so much. I for sure have to take pictures from my tattoos, but it's
0: There's a certain eye for it. Yeah, well, it's it's that.
1: not that it makes me, drives me crazy, you know, it's like I have some ideas and i I'd like to do this and i like to give a cool picture and to show the tattoo nice, but it's not that I want for the body painting or stuff that I can have their knowledge with light and stuff. And I feel like The models that I use are advanced in what they do, like the body painting and the vision, how I paint on their body and stuff is also something that I'm already good at because I experienced it through tattooing. But then photography is basic and i don't want to make it then like shady on the one yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. part of
1: the triangle that is important
0: yes okay so you're saying that you've got a couple of strong points and then
1: i know where my limits it, are. yes yes yeah yeah yes. Where my interest ends like stuff like this yeah yeah, yeah. so with to come back to will and loner shore like i worked together with sony here in uh, berlin with century media like the metal label from them like and how do you work with them uh, sometimes when they have bands in town, they have an off day and they want to get a tattoo and we want to do like a Q&A or like a meet and greet or they just want to hang around the studio when we have oh, the jacuzzi cool. or stuff like this, you know? it's like Oh, the jacuzzi, I was going to mention. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> um, yeah, stuff like this. And then <laughs> Lona Show was on Tube of Parkway Drive and a friend from them called me and said, hey, the, um, they are in town, da, da, da. And I said, yeah, tell them to come around, you know, because I was busy, I... Um, I knew who they were, but I was not so much into it. I didn't really, at that point, understood the whole hype and the changing and whatever. For me, it was just like, yeah, if they're nice people, tell them to come around, you know? And then usually yeah. they're on tour and stuff. And then the studios far out. And I understand they want to rest and stuff. And then they, sometimes some people show up. If you met each other before, sometimes they just come and you have a plan of filming something or whatever. But then Will just came by. You know, the other ones were a little bit tired and he just came around. And then we had a couple of beers. Uh, we exchanged some merch um, and had a couple of joints. We we just hanging out and I felt like, oh, he's like one of my friends from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's, he's just an easy person. Yeah, and, and it's
1: not it's not everything about tattooing and Bad, oh, the studio. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it was more like... He has his shit, I do my stuff, it's cool, but we can also talk about, like, other stuff, you know? Yeah. Then he forgot all his stuff in the studio and left. And then uh, me and Tino were calling him. was like, man, you forgot your jacket even. <laughs> yeah, 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 And he was like, fuck, uh, can we meet tonight again at a bar or something? And then we met in a bar and then also uh, Mo came from Loner Shore, the bus player. And then we were hanging out there again. Then on the next day, they invited us to the show. So I also came there and we hang out after a little bit. And yeah, then uh, the next time he was like, yeah, when New York hit me up, you can also crash at my place. Like, you know, like really just friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like friends that you know longer than you actually do. Yeah. 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 And I was then hitting him up and said, hey, I'm coming to New York for two uh, for two weeks. Can I crash at yours? He was like, yeah, sure. And then since that, we were like... And he said, I also want to get tattooed. And I was like, okay. And then he was like... And I asked also the other guys, they also want to get tattooed. And I was like, really? Like everyone? And he was like, yes. And then I fit in the first guest, but like four of the five of them, because the one... uh, I think he was in the beginning too scared when all of them were coming. So he came now this time and now I tattooed all of them. Nice. And yeah, since now, then... When we see, the, see each other the next time. Yeah, then I think we were coming, they were coming again to Germany on tour or something. I know he was there for the birthday of me and Tino. Oh. So, you know, then we already got a little bit closer. Then we were again in New York. And then, yeah, now we are really good friends. Now I stayed at his place again for two and a half weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tattooed
1: all of them again.
0: Yeah. Just in New York now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, yeah. from
1: New Jersey. And it's, but the New Jersey really close to Manhattan wow
0: that's really cool man
1: yeah so it was like really um really organic and like a normal friendship and you know? i was just thinking he was a cool person to hang out with he was really sympathetic and you know it just it was just fun and then yeah. also their status involved because they dropped their album they made this headline tours and stuff and you know you could see like how the band was evolving. Yeah, yeah, they evolved. And one thing that I also liked about them is that they still, even though with all of this, they still like to chill at home and watch a movie. And, you know, it's not like you have the feeling like now they're rock stars. You have to treat them different because they deserve it. It's like they don't want, they actually want more the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I appreciate a lot too because, I don't know, I don't they're think. They're real people. Yeah, that doesn't has to change you in a bad way if you don't want it oh shout out to lorna shaw shout out to my boys
0: <laughs> <laughs> so where last our last bit and then we'll eat this food okay yeah so where is the future for young hearted and and their or do you do you I, I don't I don't actually know this about you do you <laughs> do you look into the future too much because you seem actually like now that I've said that question you're a person that kind of lives day by day yes treats people as that you meet them and, and whatever and so do you even think that far. Um, honestly, I know you have a plan for yourself with the, <laughs> yeah. the greenhouse and the parrots and the,
1: <laughs> I think all of the stuff that looks, especially uh, as you describe it, how it looks from the outside with the detail of and stuff, you know, it looks a lot of times like really precisely hard planned and imagined and da, da, da. but I was always more like, as you say, going by day by day, like finish this project and, oh, maybe we could also do this, you know, but if I felt like I really want to do something, I'm not just talking about it then I'm doing it. Yeah. But also it always grew with the possibility, you know, when we said, oh, we would like to have a bigger studio, then we found this amazing big place. And then even this big place was feeling too small. You're just taking
0: strides as they come.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. there was, then I was, you know, it's it all happened so naturally. I remember this one day when Tino was next to me and we rented downstairs and we just finished the first part of the studio and downstairs was nothing done, like where the merch is. And then we came like, oh, you could actually also rent the other half of the of the whole floor. And we were like, how big is it? And he said, yeah, a little bit bigger than what you already have on that floor. And I was like, fuck, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, then I, was I go- did that with Emily's studio. <laughs> then know? I was going yeah. through the numbers and was thinking, and I was like, "Oh man, if somebody takes that now, yeah, for the it, next, I and, and you're because- gonna be staring
0: at it." Yes. yes, and I was like, "I, I know, yes.
1: I cannot really use all the space right now, and I have to pay a little bit I extra." Have to roll the dice. But I I have to say yes, and Tino was staying next to me. I remember he was just like, looking at me and he like, was like, what he thought he thought I was joking and then he then he realized I was like serious and then he was like oh. <laughs> but okay. now you know, like now it's easy for me to say <laughs> told you, told you. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotcha well, I had it. exactly the same with M when she had her first dance studio. Um, I come outside and she's always talking about it Always wants this dream Always doing this stuff And she was a great teacher She was teaching at home And everyone's walking away happy And I was going You should pursue this And you should do something about this You know but that's, And she's like Oh there's just such a big leap
1: Yeah that's, From doing nothing But that's a skill to have this You know I also have yeah. that with people To just sometimes give them their last Kick in their ass yeah. To say you know If you don't try You never know
0: Yeah And then this um place closed across the street randomly and I went and it closed and I said I said to her on the phone, I was like, I'm gonna speak the landlord's right there, closing the place, you know, showing people, I'm gonna go and ask for the the price and I'm gonna go and do it. And then we, we went and asked him. He told us the price. And I said to her, it was like, you have to do it. Yeah. Even if you front it at the start, like me front it, it will work. There's yes. no way it can't work when you have a space and you have a thing, when you want to do it. And then she went, Okay, I'll do it. And it's,
1: now it's the thing. Yeah, the whole thing. That's the you thing know? what I mean. Like it's a you have a completely different experience, trust and vision into this. Yes. You know it can yeah. work out, but for that's the same what I was saying earlier when the apprentice come to your shop and show that their, their portfolio. Yeah. They have not no experience no reference no nothing so it's like if you bash somebody in that moment it's like a really bad exactly. thing to be do like, or oh,
0: maybe you shouldn't do it actually
1: yeah and it's like yeah oh, it who? might be a bit
0: too
2: big for you yeah i oh, yeah that's the world blah. and
1: i had like this experience when i like ask at apprenticeship or shops and then people were like this and i was like who are you to understand my whole potential in this few seconds by yeah. seeing these pictures of me drawing when i was 19 i said that is a lot of, a lot of like, what you give to yourself, you know, by, yeah, 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 by yeah. judging this. And that's why I always try to be way more supportive, you know. And mm. then because my philosophy is, like, worse to die old and think, like, I should have done this, this, and that instead of, like, oh, I tried this, oh, I tried this, I tried that. Yeah, you
0: know? no one says, oh, I should have been meaner.
2: Hmm.
1: Like, I Not would wish I was but, nicer. But, but also... <laughs> not just not just not me but also more like open-minded yes like don't think that you know everything mm. you know it's like if that's your and people i think it's something beautiful to have dreams so there's no future plans
0: you're just rolling with it at the moment and seeing
1: at this point i want to um, i'm more in a period where i want to optimize what i have yes and like having a little bit fun and growing my plans and stuff like this and focus on a good work-life balance with tattooing managing the shop directing the brand a little bit you know yeah then appearing now new 10 other things because at sometimes as i said i know my limits also and i don't like to do things like with a half or with just a piece, little tiny piece of my attention and I yeah. actually don't... There's no fun in that. No, then <laughs> it's like, then I rather don't do it, you know? Yeah. It's like if I try to do now a body painting every month, it's like at some point I will be like crampy, you know? So I do... I know tattooing is my thing and it's like my main focus all the time and probably will be till I... I'm so broke, back broke that I can't work anymore. (laughs) And then I have this option. You're going to have to just lay in the jacuzzi. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And, you know, I I think that's my, my focus for the near future is like to make everything like run perfectly, going to do another collaborations. Like, you know... Events, stuff like this, but we have a lot of stuff also on Side and Com that we didn't mention now. Like we're going on festival tour in the summer, you know. I would also Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to Lono Show also to maybe go on tour with them once and then I tattoo where they appear in the little event location and it's like a fan that gets a tattooed customized from Will his... followed me, you know. Oh yeah? Yeah. Shout out to my boy. Yeah. And yeah. I, I followed him back. I was yeah. like,
0: yeah. I was like, that's because of Felix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no way. No, <laughs> yeah, but he's also really tattoo, a tattoo enthusiast. Like, he loves tattoos. Like, he's also pretty covered. Like, they he... Always says, checks out, works and say, oh, this is nice. This is cool. Yeah, and he so, comes
0: across as a really cool
1: guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, when, for me, example, I never played an instrument or I never had a band or something, but I can appreciate music like crazy. Yeah, like yeah. For yeah. us drawing and the, our media is more natural and we like to do that and we're good at it. And then he's like really good in music, but... He appreciates a lot, also art, and he's fascinated by it. And I like this. It is also something like that kids have, you know, this curiosity. Yeah,
0: yes. I and I saw a an actual quote about this. I can't remember the quote, but on the basis, it was kind of like artists don't you lose that enthusiasm that kids have about magic. Yeah, you know, and I think that's
1: the thing is the artists keep that for longer. Yeah, because for for me singing like he does is magic exactly. and for him drawing like i do is f- is complete. magic yeah 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 I, yeah. I like that yeah and those worlds can meet and they meet in berlin and they meet in their grim yeah and it's different medias coming together that are connected about the same ideology or the way they live their life or you know yeah i like this a lot
0: well thanks man you know Thank and you i you. i really appreciate you always being so inviting to me coming down let me sleep on your sofa (laughs) 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 and um always having me at your space and all that and what a wonderful space and and actually to sit down to you with you and hear this because yeah we speak but we we don't speak like this so this has been this has been really good thank you you yeah i feel the same thank you man and uh yeah